Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower, and I'm bringing you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. What I'm going to do today is going to disappoint you, because I'm going to perform five or six magic tricks And because I'm too lazy to put this on video, you're not going to see them. So it's going to make for a pretty lousy show in that respect. However, the content and material that I have will give you some, uh, I think, inspiration. That's that's me talking, uh, and that's not the positive genie. It's it's reality. So it's it's a good thing. We're going to kick things off today with uh, the Darren Daly, which we don't really do. But I'm getting crazy today, you know? We're going to mix it up. So Darren Hardy says today, uh, a sabotaging American mythology. Don't believe it. And he goes on to say, three pieces of advice for help keeping your zeal for life. Zeal could be substituted with passion or desire. The point that he's talking about here, folks, is the chase, the journey the pursuit of our goals, objectives, desires. Um, Realize this, though, that the majority of people, uh, not only do they not have written goals, they don't have goals in general. Myself being one of them up to... uh, say, a year ago. You know, I never really, other than my, you know, sales goals at the, in my insurance business, but, you know, that, those are, are not goals that I'm, you know, passionately uh, driven about. And that's the point. You need to be passionately driven about things. By achieving your work goals that you're not motivated by, What is that going to do for you, your family, your friends, your philanthropic uh, endeavors, whatever have you? You know, so he says, we all love the chase. And I didn't really agree with that. So I put on the end, or do we, you know? But I think once you hear his message, you'll understand where... He's coming from with that assertion. He says, without vision, people perish, or the people perish that the Proverbs scripture passage has. And it's true. You know, they, they need some, um, something, something linear or some, some type of guide to show them where they're going. Even myself, when I didn't have goals, I had, 
you know, daily uh, scheduled exercises that I would do, um, you know, exercises as in physical exercise, and then followed by spiritual exercise, uh, then followed by financial exercises. So I, I think you, you get my point in that respect. Um, but you want to chase your passions with full vigor. You want to go after it. But before you go after it, you need to know, number one, where you are, and number two, where you want to go. And number three, what are you going after? You know, what exactly is it? Is it um, commission dollars? Is it uh, relationships? Is it a better career opportunity? Educational opportunity? You know, their materialistic opportunity, car, house, you know, you name it. You have to have something that's, that's going to drive you passionately. And that's why I hesitate on saying, like, car. Because a car, you know, you buy a brand new car, you know, maybe after a month or even less, you're like, yeah, it's nice, but, you know, whatever. It, it's got to be something that drives you, you know. Um, with a house, it's just, it's just wonderful. And I say that from my recollection Whenever it, once we moved into our house, whenever it, it poured rain, I was all excited because I knew I would be pulling into the garage, going into the house, and not getting wet at all. And little things like that um, is really what drives us. And we have to know that. It's not so much the big things. Yes, the big things matter and they are important in things, but it's the little things throughout the journey that, that we have mile markers for and that we check off the list along the way. And that's what we should be doing. Uh, the rules that I wanted to um, convey to you that Darren listed was don't want what you don't want. You know, don't put something down because you know that's what we, what should be putting down. It's not going to, it's just going to burn out, phase uh, fade away. So, choose really what you want. The second rule, if you will, is pick the right chase you know there's so many people that go down the academic chase if you will to realize after graduation or even mid-semester freshman year that it's really not all what they wanted but they go through the exercise because they you know chose this path so Try to have some foresight with things. And the third rule is chase for the right reasons. Early on, I made a goal, which still is my goal, 
uh, of, of a monetary figure. And I listed, you know, my speaking business and my coaching business to, to uh, fund that, so to speak. But you can't focus on the money. You have to focus on what the money will get you or what's getting you the money. And in my case, it's people. Focus on relationships, building relationships, establishing relationships. And who knows, one of those relationships may be a mentor to me. Or even vice versa. You know, it's wonderful to truly help someone. And if you do it genuinely, and you truly have that ingrained in your mind, then your acts of generosity are not only going to provide happiness for you, they're going to provide an income 10 times the amount that you would hope they would. So that's one of the areas that he's talking about as far as chase for the right reasons. But also understand that the chase may provide us our accomplishment in maybe purchasing the the new house, but, you know, it really wasn't the new house that you wanted. And the problem is most folks search for happiness or peace um, outside of themselves. It's, it's, it's become natural to do that. But peace, happiness, joy, satisfaction, it comes from within. And the reason it does is because it's our mind that we need to adjust and calibrate and to focus on exactly what we want. So it was a nice lesson from from Darren Hardy. Uh, I've kind of ad-libbed on a lot of his message, but overall the, the structure is there. And, you know, see all we can become with all we have been given. Famous quote from Jim Rohn. But think about it. See that all we can become with all we have been given. And we've been given a lot. Some of us are narrow-minded when it comes to that. But we have a lot that we can become from. And finally, we're all wired to chase. So don't fight the aspect of chasing. Just get out there and go after what you want, what you desire. And the more holistic and moral it is, the better 
things will be to provide you for the uh, material gems of the world. The insight of the day today, dreams are what creates your future success. Now, that's an obvious statement. You know, you dream for something which you hope to obtain in the future, but if you're not dreaming, then it's not necessarily formulating a picture in your mind. And there I go again with the mind. It's all, it all starts with the mind. Imagination, dreaming, that's good stuff. It's important stuff. Matthew Kelly says, The Word of God has the power to transform our lives. Each and every one of us, Christian, non-Christian alike, believer, non-believer, that Word of God has the power to transform our lives. The problem, folks, is nobody wants to transform their life. They want the benefits of transforming their life, but no one really wants to change unless it's on their accord, their terms. That's why you can't force someone to change and expect permanent results. And Brian Schutz says, let nothing dim the light that shines from within. Because we all have a light from within. A lot of us don't realize it. And we let something overshadow it. So don't let anything dim that internal light. And faith. Faith is like a standby generator. It gives you power when all else fails. You know, and, and that's the thing. We don't need faith when things are going well, when the electricity's on and it's running. You know, we need faith in challenging and in difficult times. You know, and it's... It's important to have that. And it's important for me not to shove it down someone's throat as well, you know, because you, you, you kind of are counterproductive in that respect. You know, you can't um, force, you know, your um, personal development, if you will, onto people. And I just had to say that for myself just to keep myself in line. And Albert Einstein, he's quoted as saying, learn from yesterday, live for today, and hope for tomorrow. The important thing is not to stop questioning. Look at it from all sides of the table. And Yogi Berra has a funny one here. Uh, the towels at that hotel were so thick, I barely could close my suitcase. <laughs> uh, and that was back in probably the 60s when he, when he was saying that. 
And lastly, uh, Jim Kennedy, big insurance guy, former CEO of Ohio Mutual, he said, get control of the money and the message. So have a handle on both. You know, know where the money's coming from, know what the money can do, and know what the message is. And it's not just the mission statement and motto, if you will. It's what's the message of you, your company, you, uh, your employee personally, what are their mission, mission, mission statement? What is their, their uh, message, I should say? And uh, folks, the only last thing I have to offer you is I had an appointment this morning at a coffee shop, which was nice. It was a, nice, it was a cafe, I guess you could call it. And I had a very in-depth conversation with a former friend who still is a friend. I uh, hadn't seen him in a while. And the urge to urinate, you know, came over me, you know, dramatically um, towards the end of the meeting. And I, you know, I kind of wrapped things up quick because I had to use the, the restroom. So we got to talking as we were walking towards the door. I said, well, hang on a second. I said, let me use the restroom. I'll, I'll be right back. He's like, all right. So I, I go to use the restroom, and it's, it's not there. It's not in the place where it used to be. It's actually across the, the way from where, where it was. So I turned, and I said, oh, there it is. And he's like, no, no, somebody's in there. So the door was locked. And I said, oh, he's like, hey, Paulie. I said, hey, what's up? The, the owner was up on a ladder feeding somewhere. He's like, can you pull that snake there for So now he wants me to fish the, the, the snake through the wall and, and try to get it, which we couldn't because the wire was was too short because it got caught on a uh, two by four and why am i telling you this because i still have to pee so badly right now at this point in the story so i nothing i could do i came back and, and chatted with him for another couple of minutes and and I, I tried to you know you know make end of the conversation which which happened so i went back to the bathroom and it was still, <laughs> it was still locked so I said, all right, I got to get out of here. And usually when I walk, it's, it's fine. I don't have to pee as bad. But I had to jump in the car. And I said, I'm not going to make it home, which was, you know, maybe a nine-minute drive home, you know, door to door. So I drove up the street to the, to the hospital. And as I got out of the car, I squirted in my pants, my shorts, <laughs> some, some, you know, noticeable to me anyway, maybe not noticeable to others that may not be looking down there, but I didn't know what to do. So I urinated in the, in the bathroom and I said, am I going to throw more water on myself to make it look like it was the sink that splashed, you know? And no, I didn't. I just said, ah, just let it ride, whatever, you know, what do I care what other people think, you know? I would have told them if someone, one of my buddies saw me was busting my chops, I would have said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm over 50 now. What do you expect? You know? So that's my story to you. Hopefully you got a chuckle out of it. Hope I didn't frustrate you by it. But nonetheless, have a wonderful day. I'll check in with you 
I'm hoping tomorrow, folks. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.